This is so embarrassing. I like to be the like podcast person that like can quickly, you know, do the basic things like record their own audio. (laughs) People don't know how hard our lives are. (laughs) They're just a podcaster. Uh, They don't don't know. know It's it's a miracle that anything ever gets recorded. People Um, always complain about like their trade jobs and like backbreaking labor, but they don't know, man. They don't know. It's (laughs) it's tough on this side. Yeah, they don't know the, the podcasters play. So I'm at Slaboy T. Alright, this is uh, Shit Spouter 37. This is a black.com build. This is the Fed Post. got suspended right like your, your pod account on twitter yeah no that was a joke actually that the red scare pod account got suspended but that was like an old account that they didn't use but everybody was like oh my god red scare um and so right uh, my brother sort was sort of like uh retweeting as a joke uh our old like podcast automated account from patreon that was deleted like two years ago that we never used um so yeah it was a joke no nothing got deleted with us oh shit yo when i saw yours go down and red scare i got paranoid as fuck i was like oh shit i mean i was paranoid as fuck like two weeks ago i was like it's all over like i'm gonna get thrown off patreon and uh I I just started buying everything that I possibly ever wanted because (laughs) I thought my my Patreon flow would be cut off soon. Right. But then it didn't happen. And now I am just still on Twitter with this like high and I kind of like wanted to be kicked off and it didn't happen. Right, right, right. You can finally. Yeah, I had there was that feeling of like, (laughs) all right, well, I could just say whatever because it's all over now. It's about to end. Everything's about to end. But it just kind of normalized. I mean, I changed. Yeah, because like three weeks ago, they were saying, you know, uh, 75,000 Americans are uh, domestic terrorists that have to be reeducated. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. I was like, fuck my Patreon. I really want to buy some perfume. Um, and uh, then it didn't happen. And uh, everything's fine now. Right, right, right. But I really wanted a break from Twitter, man. I really wanted to get kicked off and it didn't happen. And uh, now Twitter just keeps getting worse and worse. Like AOC is the star since Trump is gone. And every day is just about what AOC does. Oh, and man. Dasha's gone now. And she got suspended? Uh, no, she deactivated because wow. of haters and she's sick of it. But uh, yeah, it's like um, when Dasha's gone, it's like when. Courtney Thorne Smith left Melrose Place. Uh, there's like not a not a main character anymore. There's a dearth, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, is it supposed to be me? Who's who's supposed to be the main character now? I really want to get kicked off so I can like read some books and shit and like live some normal life, but it's not happening. You wouldn't go yeah, to yeah. like 
you go ahead oh i was just gonna say aoc kind of taking the place of trump almost in some ways is is kind of like trying to get like a you know maybe a somewhat popular like side character to take over and like a leading role and it's just isn't working really it, it's, oh, but it's people just, just love talking about everything she does and like ugh. i feel to a degree immune to it because i'm a straight man and like <laughs> I, or i'm a gay man rather and uh so i she, i find her just repulsive but like straight <laughs> guys like kind of want to fuck her which i understand because she is it has a slutty presence and um no, you think she, she does yeah she has a yeah, slutty yeah. presence and she says all this bullshit which is you know obviously intended as a provocation and yes. uh you know all all of her liberalism is totally uh, fake um she does have a kind of like six out of ten kind of like slutty presence which uh, attracts the straight guys um and she's just asking for it hey, Jack, you know, you're out of your her. depth here hold on wait a minute you're you're out of your depth you can't be handing out numbers like that wait a minute six <laughs> is generous i mean as a gay man i think she's like a three or a four Oof. i mean she's thin that's the main thing it's like me it, because she's thin and she has like big hooters the, I, I, and wears red lipstick the media covers her non-stop i will say i think she has a very cheap attractiveness right like it's not that kind of like well-built house kind of thing. i mean she's literally someone you would hook up with at a bar yeah. she's not sturdy that's but that's the that's the attraction there is that like she's just so cheap but she is the focus of the entire this fucking idiot is the focus of the entire american political system she just I, she gives me more of a vibe of like she's like the, the good wife you know what i mean like very wholesome and like you know what i mean like oh she's like, not wholesome oh she's no not no, way, dude. Dude. no but she gives that vibe you know what i mean like she, she's a hoe so, yeah, even when I, she was <laughs> describing like uh, her made up rape story like it was different with her because like she's you can tell she's the type of person that enjoys sex like most women don't enjoy sex but AOC I feel like does she's a little slut hey. so like her little ra- her little rape story you know it was different because it was erotic for her telling that at the little podium um, but uh yeah it's it, it's just uh, like i understand like there are certain men that i see that are just like slutty like dan crenshaw with the eye patch like he just <laughs> needs to be in porn i don't know what political yeah. purpose he serves um but he needs to be bottoming and hardcore gay porn <laughs> slutty pirate like slutty handicapped pirate yeah he needs to be bottoming he needs to be getting plowed that's what he's supposed to do instead of politics it's wild i never thought about it like that <laughs> I never thought of it that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's, yeah, she's become the the focal point of everything. I mean, I don't know. I, I used to think, yeah, I mean, look, I was just a regular lib. I thought she was hot, but you know, we, we've, we've said it before, but like, yeah. Dude, I, I, straight men have such low standards. Right, if right. that is hot. All right. Like if that is hot, then you got to know there's like, something for her donkey face. Like all right, all her right. being in a position of authority it like lends something to that. It adds a couple points though. What are you well, sub? yeah, because like any, anybody in a position of an of authority is hot, you know. See which sounds like he's, got, he's a sub or something. You what? Whoa, what, what, whoa, whoa, what you like that? I switch. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just like the kind of like you know how if you have a teacher that's like 
slightly more passively attractive than any yes. other teacher. They become really hot. That's totally. true. That's very true. You know, that's very true. That, that's the AOC phenomenon is yeah. that yeah. Well, number one, she's thin. She has breasts. She wears the ironic red lipstick, the riot girl red lipstick. Number two, um, it's, you know, such a low bar that she has to meet to be like the kind of like sex symbol. And she knows how to manipulate Twitter and the media. I think she's genuinely stupid. I don't think she does it consciously, but I yeah. think that she has an instinct, a theater kid instinct yeah. to yeah. know like what boundaries to cross on Twitter to make herself the, the, uh, topic of the day every day yeah she's infuriating yeah like, a, like i had a, never heard of her until 20 like november 2018 whenever the squad materialized right right yeah. we all like bernie people or something like i i i'd never heard of bernie sanders until like november 2018 either really <laughs> uh-uh. I, no i didn't hear of bernie sanders until red scare <laughs> I heard of him like 2015 in that run. That's when mm-hmm. I like, well, I heard about him a little bit before, but he was just kind of like a, on the margins. You know, he's just like, oh, he did some cool shit in Vermont. Like, you know, he's just, it's kind of a little boutique, you know, exactly. like kind of, yeah, a little authentic guy. Yeah, cookie you know? grandpa shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and and kind of like that. I think that he's big, like the worst thing ever to happen to American politics. I think he's so repellent because he's just this kind of like holding tank for people who yes. realize, who, who are smart enough to realize that something is wrong, deeply wrong with the uh, treatment of Trump and the stranglehold of the media, but they don't want to alienate their social circles. So they go into this little safe holding tank of Bernie Sanders, you know, and we see the whole like online left, like floundering now because it doesn't have him as a sort of like symbol of like, well, actually I'm a good person. It's just, it was just a way of like signifying that you're a good person. Person. Yeah, and he's a holding tank in general. Like, even if that's not what your your deal is, like if it's not a moralism thing for you, if you were just like, well, maybe like I could just have like some healthcare or something that's going to change. Like, he obviously wasn't going to provide any change, and so like he's just a holding tank for dissident energy to just cycle it right back to like those ghoulish fucks at the DNC. Dude, I threw, I threw a vote at him in uh, last January. Um, uh, just because, you know, primary, I will only ever vote Republican for my entire life, but I did throw a vote at Bernie Sanders just, uh, you know, as a symbolic thing in Texas, but it didn't matter because it was already rigged. Right, 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 right. Um, Oh, this was in Texas primary? Yeah, it was the Texas primary. And like, I, I voted for Trump twice. I voted for Trump, uh, you know, in the initial primary in 2015. I was there from the start. I voted for him happily in the uh, general election. Um, and then, yeah, I, I threw a symbolic vote at Bernie Sanders because there was that moment where it was like kind of it, it seemed like something exciting might happen or something different. Different right before right. they like cracked down and they were like no this weekend at bernie's uh <laughs> joe biden puppet <laughs> yeah it's gonna be the person yeah i threw him a vote in 2015 in the new york primary 
back then. That was that's I think that's mm-hmm. the only vote I've really done. There was one time I was about to vote for Obama, but the line was mad long, and I was just like, "Well, fuck this." I mean, he's, he's gonna win in my state anyway, whatever. But like, maybe he might shake up the DNC in some type of way, like because it's gonna show them fucking him, and people like maybe be like, "Oh, this is like just what always happens." And that again is just false hope that like he provided. That's kind of just this whole fucking shtick. It's just providing false hope for people. I never understood the appeal from the start, you know, because I only found out about him later. I literally got through the whole 2016 election without knowing who Bernie Sanders was. That's kind of Uh, and Trump was just magically elected because I wanted him elected. And uh, and I I had never heard of Bernie Sanders. And then later I started hearing him uh, referred to on podcasts and stuff. I I only voted for Bernie and Trump. That's the only people I voted for in my life. And uh, Trump for president, Bernie in the primary. But yeah, I mean, Bernie, I mean, you know, Bernie, you know, he really is despicable. I mean, I really hate the fucking guy uh, at this point. Oh, he like it, it's for girls. Like the whole Bernie Sanders thing is just. Yeah. For, for the girls. reasons you said, pretty much or pretty much the reason why I despise him now. Yeah. See what you hear. Looks everybody? like my health check is still going, but I can hear everybody. This, this podcasting thing looks like my fitness pal. <laughs> <laughs> like what's the, the health check? It's like checking my heart. <laughs> The health check says I have diabetes. I don't don't want to find out that I have diabetes yet. Yeah, no, I just avoid the doctor. If I think anything serious is wrong, I'm just like, all right, just stuff that down. Don't think about it. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I started hating doctors when I turned about like 27. And I was like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know about the AIDS. I don't want to know about (laughs) skin cancer. Uh, And then now I especially don't want to know because COVID uh, has oh, turned, yeah. turned me into a total like Russian drunk, uh, <laughs> you know, and I, I just like there's nothing I can't bear reality without drinking a little. I feel yeah, every day, I feel you know? I'm supposed to go to the doctor just to get a lecture about how the lifestyle that I'm living is just not healthy. Like, yeah. I don't think so, man. I'd rather just keep doing it. Yeah, well, how don't... old are y'all? <laughs> I'm, I'm 23. I'm 28. 26. Damn. So y'all are really young. I got <laughs> um, a melanoma at 23, so I already had skin cancer by then. Oh, uh, shit. And so I don't take money or like anything seriously at all because I've like almost died so many times. Oh, shit. Yeah, I've had a bunch of health scares too. <laughs> when I was like 18 years old, I was in the hospital for like a month and a half and like ICU for three weeks and shit. Like they brought I almost got my leg chopped off and Lake Waco, the weekend after I graduated from high school with my bachelor's degree that took six years to get (laughs) (laughs) my all my all important English degree well that's good because I feel like it it might uh, well not it's good but I feel like it can help in far as like uh, you just don't give a fuck anymore like you just say whatever you're like what what, you know look I'm glad I finished college but also if you try to get like a uh, like a sort of manual labor job they won't hire you because you're overqualified if you have a degree. So you have to like lie about having a degree yeah. in order to get any kind of job like that. Like my last job, I absolutely hated and I was looking for any kind of like way out. And uh, 
I was applying to like moving companies and stuff. They oh, wouldn't wow. hire me because I put that degree on the resume. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I can, yeah, I can yeah. imagine that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's got to be liberating, at least in terms of like, you know, just uh, as far as like woke schooling or whatever, all that stuff, like that really can't phase you at that point. I mean, like, what, what's that mean to you? Like, it just, it's already trivial, but it must become like even more trivial after that. I don't know. I had fun in college. I liked college because I like having like assignments. I like having reading assignments and then being forced to write like essays and, you know, formulate thoughts about it. I would still be in school if somebody was paying for it. Um, I really enjoyed it, especially like community college, which I went to for a long time. Um, but uh, yeah, it's the the absolutely ridiculous debt um, that, you know, as an 18 year old, I didn't understand what I was signing up for. They just hand you these papers and they're like, oh, you'll be able to pay this off when you right. get a job. And then right. yeah. it's yeah, I, I'm $100,000 in debt for a, an English degree. Yeah, and like, like a graduate degree. Like you have to go to <laughs> college. State school. This is what everyone's doing. Go ahead and sign these papers because you don't want to be like not like everyone else and go to school and do your thing. Yeah, you're just like mm-hmm. in the pipeline, like a lo-fi Republican. Shout out to him. I, I fucking love his account. He was just like, it's weird. Like these kids can't even do a grocery budget and they're just told like, yeah, so you're going to be in this much debt for this much and, you know, 6% interest on all this shit. And like, you just figure it out from there. It's like, what? You know, when Me Too was kicking off and all of this obsession with rape and exploitation was occurring in the media, I was like, like what happened to me and what they do to like 18 year olds straight out of high school signing you up for massive life ruining loans when you have no idea what things cost and what money is right like that's so much more rape (laughs) i I would rather be literally raped than you know oh yeah it's for life yeah it's for life and like they prey on people Mm. for like military recruitment like young ass kids that are just like fucked up economically and it's just like no yeah that's super exploitative like yeah they they know you don't know i mean that's the perfect age to get them because they don't know and like my parents too they're just like yeah this is all we know they're immigrants so they're just like this is the only way and i just over time i'm just like you know i'm starting to think this shit might just be a fucking scam like i don't know i don't know if the return on investment really matches up with what you're putting in in the long term i mean my parents didn't know like when they went to school in the 70s it was free like college literally used to be basically free like and it was like trade like job oriented it was meant to like actually prepare you for a job market and not just prepare you to have lofty ideas about humanity Right, Mm -hmm. right Yeah, I mean, the last time I was like in a college in like a in like a classroom, like my professor was literally telling us, like, just so you know, like this doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get a job. And I'm just like (laughs) sitting there in the classroom, just like we're at the point where like this guy is saying this stuff like, you know, what is what is that saying about baby? No, yeah, no, exactly. What does that say about the entire outlook at this point? Like, oh, that, that was what they said to me. You know, I I didn't have any like career outlook. I just sort of wanted to become the next Camille Paglia, which is not something you can do outside of the, the academic system as it was structured in the 70s. Like she 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 got through at a particular time. You can't do that anymore. Um, and all of the exhausted interns and everything, yeah, they were all just like, there's no place for you after you finish this degree. And that combined with the overwhelming uh, feminist conservatism uh 
caused me to not finish it. I, I wish I'd finished the master's degree just for the hell of it. But um, yeah, it was I just like had a job editing erotica. And I was like, I, I can't finish this. Master, yeah, I mean, I didn't finish my master's either. I mean, it's, it's wild because like they give you, they charge like double per credit, you know what I mean? And, and now that that's the new standard for a bachelor's, like whatever the bachelor's worth as a as a market signal in the labor market, like now that's what a master's worth. And it's like, it's funny too, because I'm thinking about like what Alex G was saying when she was on here, like now they're kind of doing this in high school now where you're getting like these liberal arts lofty bullshit that you know is not going anywhere. Now they're doing it in high school and like lower levels because like there's no jobs for anybody realistically. I mean, like all that shit is fucked so it's like <clears throat> yeah so the simultaneously every you know it requires a master's degree to work at McDonald's and also the <laughs> the degree will prevent you from getting hired at McDonald's exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. and, like, you know it's it's exactly such bullshit but exactly. I genuinely enjoyed school because I like reading and you know I I just went forward in it because I'm a person who is like I enjoy reading books um, this is the path forward and that that was basically the extent of that thought process yeah they sort of like uh yeah they put you in a bind uh, uh, either way but um yeah I don't, I don't yeah i don't know i mean uh i don't i don't know what it would be like to be a kid right now i mean to, i mean I'm, I'm yeah i'm like still pretty young i mean i'm 28 but like to be a kid right now must be fucking wild this shit must you'd be, be so twisted weird. up so fucked in the head you'd be on tiktok well you're sitting in one of those little fucking booths Flexi like classroom yeah. like yeah like layla was <laughs> posting she Christ, yeah man. i saw that shit oh. what the fuck yo i mean it's just it's just i mean honestly like i don't even know that we have to imagine that hard like what being a kid is right now because we're all basically doing the same fucking thing all yeah. Kids, yeah. <laughs> yeah because nobody ever grows up nobody <laughs> Nobody, yeah. nobody except the lower classes has children. Uh, so so everybody else is stuck in this eternal urban millennial uh, Uber Eats little like empty lifestyle. Right. And not only like not only are the upper classes like not having children and these like bourgeois people like they also don't have a need to grow up because they're so sheltered from most everything. Like they don't experience much like close proximity to scarcity ever they don't really have a question like what's gonna happen for how they're gonna be getting money or food next week they don't ever have to like work closely with people who are different with them in order to achieve a goal together like well hold up there's this there's the scarcity of having to wait a whole week for the new episode of wandavision and the Mandalorian. (laughs) use you very fucking much all right and yeah sometimes sometimes they don't bring my pad cu in time so that also if we're all you know have our own crosses to bear yeah, and they're not bringing back my girl gina carano either so fuck them <laughs> okay well i don't okay really fast i'm in a vulnerable state right now and i don't know if i'm ready to talk about that <laughs> okay I, honestly i was like tangentially aware of what so what happened with her what's her deal she got fired for saying what like she's a hot despicable broad. claims that's what the 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 media calls it her despicable conspiracy theory claims that masks are annoying and the election was rigged. <laughs> Oh yeah, my yeah. god, that's what they got and her they, for. They for always real? use yeah. the word despicable. Like she's like talking about like the Jewish question or something. They said they're... abhorrent too. Like Disney yeah. put out a thing and they're like despicable and abhorrent remarks. And they were like, today was the last straw. And their only tweet from that day that they posted that was a tweet that was like a word search and it just said Epstein didn't kill himself. And that was the <laughs> only tweet that day. 
<laughs> oh these people God. are sick these people are fucking sick no the funniest thing i think i think i forget who shared this but i saw like a a post that was like i mean the ba- okay that I, w- I was under the impression the main thing was her doing the very the very normie thing of, of going like look you know making a nazi germany comparison right yes and being like being a Trump supporter is like being a Jew in the. But that was in November. Like that was months ago. Oh, but also, so libs literally are Nazis. Like I'm doubling down on calling them <laughs> Nazis. Speak on. I, it. I don't. I don't care. Like I call them Nazis left and right because it's totally yeah. true. Like you know, I'm not. I'm not going to wait. You know, until it's all over to correctly classify them as Nazis. I like throwing the word right back at them. For real, because well, that's, that's what I was when, when the time and, comes, and that's what I was going to say is that the uh, the the day the day she gets uh, you know shit canned or whatever, number two on trending is her, and then number three on trending is Josh Howley as a Nazi. Uh, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? So it kind of, I mean, that's all you fucking need to know about the whole fucking thing. Yeah, I, I mean, and then meanwhile they released Mulan, and Mulan was like filmed in the mountains right next to like the Uyghur uh, death camps in China. Supposedly, um, Uyghur, you don't need to do the hard R. But like, I, I'm so checked out because like, there's no, there's you can't like point out lib hypocrisies anymore and have it mean anything. Yeah, yeah, for real. The whole last year was one giant like black hole psyop oh, yeah. to see how far they could go in subverting everything. They just keep subverting all along. Sense. Oh yeah. So it, they, it's just like all I can do is check out and like not really comment on it and you know if if you are not aware that libs are the nazis and they are the evil people in society right now then there's no hope for you oh, yeah because all, all the, yeah oh yeah absolutely all the shit they said about me too and blm and kids in cages all that shit biden them going so hard for biden is a direct like refuting all that shit that they said all of it he's building new camps well, and the sort of like talking heads like facts and logic ben shapiro yeah. conservatives that kind of like take the lib premises seriously you know that's their mistake like me too was never about any kind of justice for anyone right black lives matter was never about any kind of justice for anyone that's all fake you have to reject the entire structure you can't be like oh they have some good points no it's all (laughs) fake (laughs) yeah yeah you can't debate them assuming their premises because the premises are bullshit. They don't mean it. They don't care. They're not- well, the, the the premises are, are are just like like to acknowledge the validity of that is to one hundred percent enter into like the arena of them and 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 allow them to be like holding you morally hostage, right? Because because it's all just kind of like this permutation of of the whole like you know pro life implying that you're anti life or yeah, or yeah, it, yeah. it's the, the uh, I believe that Black Lives Matter, right? And it's like okay, well, is that like is that like a demonstration of your support for like an organized like a, a network of organizations or is that is that like the uh, uh the sentiment itself right and like right. the second you like like lend any kind of validity to uh it just just the ba- they're just basic framing then you're just like uh, allowing uh yeah allowing that gun to be placed to your head you're in, allowing immediate- the virus to get in just as how yeah. you know the, you know the biggest 
shocker twist ending of 2020 was when they revealed that racism was the real virus. Um, uh, Yeah, you're allowing the virus to get into your head if you give them any credibility. And like, I, I get it. Most people that are like casually supporting the lib agenda are like normal people who don't really think about politics or culture that much. They just think they see the words Black Lives Matter and they're like, obviously, oh, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the people right. in our little corner of Twitter that like kind of like know what's going on and understand it and are uh, classified as stigmatized as conspiracy theorists and everything for understanding how this propaganda works, which is obvious if you have two eyes and two ears. Like the way that the, you know, blue checks unironically post those charts where the COVID cases go down, they plummet immediately as soon as Biden is elected. And they're like, well, right, right. I can't believe the COVID case is good. That's like what most people think. And I look, I get it. Like most people don't want to like stir things up in their personal lives, right, but like right, they're right. also just like dumb and victims of like the, the people in control right now are the dumbest people who have ever existed in any society. <laughs> Did you did, did you see did you see the clip of uh, of Pelosi coming out to the podium uh, doing her like her uh, her act of like being mad at Mitch McConnell? Uh, did did you see that clip no, at all? No, I don't. I don't pay attention to anything. I just see like I have the words like AOC muted. I did that little app that blocks the eight hundred New York Times accounts. I try to oh, like yeah, make I my that too. Yeah, yeah. I, I try to make my feed like kind of as free of the fake news media as possible, but I still absorb bits of it. And like, I just wish people would see the larger picture and unplug because the, the news on both sides is a soap opera without art that gets you worked up about every little thing the libs do um, and has no payoff. And there's never any like climactic, you know, season finale like the biggest thing that ever happened in the in the way of climactic season finale was trump getting elected um but that doesn't happen every day and like the the kind of standard conservatives tune in they think they think that they should be listening to all of this stuff rather than pulling out seeing the larger cultural wave cultural movement for what it is um yeah i don't i don't know how to help people at this point i'm just very tuned out i feel that. yeah no, that's probably the move i mean like yeah of all the like culture war stuff that i yeah i think it's very good to tune out i tune out i try to tune out a lot i don't know about this karate girl whatever whatever her name is at disney cancel like i don't know well, i saw that i just like didn't pay attention because i'm just like fuck it i don't care like you know what i mean it's just all part of the same like frenzy media you know what i mean like just i don't who gives a fuck whatever like you know what i mean i mean i'm not gonna listen to aoc doing psychosexual made-up rape claims every day like i'm just <laughs> that's not gonna be a part of my daily routine i refuse yeah 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 to like participate. To, yeah to go deep into it and to figure out like each one of her like lies or each one of her angles i'm not gonna do that like i just know like it's bullshit i mean if i see blm or me too 
or whatever, or like, you know, whatever in your bio, like, I just assume you're dumb. I really do. I just assume you're dumb. And and Me Too is all bullshit. Like, I remember when Me Too was starting, like, the Wignats and the, like, racists were, like, happy because they thought, like, oh, the the corrupt Jews of Hollywood will finally get their come up. Really? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, that's retarded. Um, And it's like, no, anytime you kind of, like, feed into... Uh, this current uh, crucible uh, Salem witch trials female psychosexual insanity that we've been living under for the last 12 years anytime you feed into it it's yeah, that's bad the, news. Yeah, that's the thing if, if it appeared in like profiles in Times Magazine or whatever that means it's not a threat to them right that that alone should tell you like alright this is not really uh, uh, much of a hindrance to them and that, that, okay so that goes into the thing of like the lib spite thing that we were supposed to talk about like so like i guess that's the question is like how much of it is like you know whatever the libs do just do the polar opposite or just you know just sort of like uh just assume everything they do is tainted you know what i mean like how much validity is there to that because i i think there is i think there is literally some validity i think it is that simple to a, to a big yeah. degree i think i think I'll- i i think you can uh get a pretty accurate gauge of where you should be on the cultural and political spectrum by glancing at what the new york times headlines are and, <laughs> and yeah, I think discounting it as entirely fake exactly um you know because it, it's oh i i feel bad i'm i'm at the point of like my hatred of the libs and the bugs and the normies has turned into a kind of pity because i have to like see them every day i have to like talk to them like these are people you know that just sure. aren't very smart. Sure, yeah. Um, and they'll, like, I went to the, like, refrigerator at my workplace, and they had, like, the, the New York Times article about, like, double masking will save you, printed <laughs> out and taped on the refrigerator. And it's like, I look, I get it. Most people just are really dumb and conformist, especially women, and they just want to do what's right and what they think will make people like them. Right, And exactly. that's how we're in the position we're in now. Exactly. Where <laughs> there's total fascism, total censorship, total uh, just disgusting overreach of the most ridiculous form of liberal power, uh, all mixed up with the psychosexual insanity of Me Too. And there's nothing you can do if you don't realize that it's all fake. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, I, I don't think the libs themselves, like the average average everyday lib, is that like uh, evil or whatever. Like, I, they're just stupid, right? They're just naive, or they're just like, oh, it's yeah, they're to, dumb and better they, to go along. They've never, you know, they've never had to experience uh, ostracization, right. like, um, or any consequences for anything they've ever thought, exactly. and they're just fed this narrative that actually they're the underdog, even though. Uh, you know, right. all of the most <laughs> objectively powerful people in the entire world to an unprecedented degree that's never occurred in human history. They're all on their side. They still think like, oh, but if I do this like little pithy gesture towards black lives and trans lives, they think it's all real. It's really sad. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they just blatantly simp for elite politics. So like maybe they themselves aren't really the 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 object of your ire or whatever. Like maybe they're not the the point isn't to like you know they're not the, they're not the focal point of it. But the things that they care about. 
that's that's the clear thing that you should be opposing. Like they clearly have whatever the elite tells them to believe. That's what they're supposed to believe. So, well, I, I think women have a, a caring maternal instinct that is manipulated and distorted by liberalism and yeah. where they don't have children to care for anymore. So it's all of these abstract ideals that they're fed by the media and women, you know, show me a woman that doesn't like censorship and I'll show you a liar because women love censorship. <laughs> they love, they love control. They love, they, they love everything being organized like a kindergarten. That's their instinct. Okay. Okay. It, you're right. It you're serves right. Yeah, a purpose right. caring right. for children, but there aren't any children anymore. Right. So yeah, they yeah, just yeah. care for these abstract ideals of like monstrous, like Samantha Pritchard, like men in wigs. <laughs> well, they're all they're all like they're all spinsters that like would otherwise be taking care of their parents, but they're not taking care of their parents because they hate their fucking family. So like they're so they're like spiritual old convalescent care parents is like Nancy Pelosi and like these dead family. They've just been conditioned to think that they hate their family and they're just oh, well, too, d- they have- too dumb because women will not will not doing anything to risk. Uh, you know, being a social outcast, right? Like, no, yeah, yes. absolutely, absolutely. That's a big thing that people forget is like you know they they care more about the social order because back in the day that was a big thing. If you if you went outside of the social order, you'd be out, and if you're a woman, you can't fend for yourself. You're fucked. So that's that's a big uh, you know evo psych drive that people forget. But I mean, it's true. It's real. That's really what it is. I mean, well, and I think like I think that like I think that like feminine power usually like rests more in like the social. Uh, the social kind of sphere for sure and everything too which is which is also why like you get like just like like no like no kind of like formalism or anything like that it's all it's all these fucking like uh streams you're talking about from aoc of just kind of like you know talking about all these traumas and talking about all this stuff that's going on and and it's basically you're just entering into a hall of mirrors right it's like it's like dating a psycho ex like you know ex-girlfriend or something yeah, like the the Me Too stuff is literally like Victorian, like psychosexual insanity. That's like it's just like you uh, allow women freedom, and they come up with these like crazy like romance stories that they live under, and uh, you know it's 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 like a Victorian comic where they would like show like women reading and then going insane from like thinking everything's real, and that's what Me Too is. <laughs> Do you, th- do you think that AOC has convinced herself of her uh, her uh, account of the Capitol protest? I think she thinks everything's real. I think I think that she thinks that everything she does is real. Like millennials have a certain sincerity, a certain Puritan sincerity to everything that they do, which is why we'll never get out of this mess until uh, the millennial generation dies out or <laughs> loses power because it's just like Puritan insanity. Um, like Kamala Harris, I don't, I don't believe like the Kamala or like the Hillary, like drone queen types. Like, I don't think they believe the, uh, the shit that they are forced to shill. Yeah. 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 No, I know. I, th- I think they're like, I think, I think they're like, and maybe I wouldn't even say like in a negative way, like they're just like, they're just like honest political actor or I'm not honest, but I mean like, but I mean like effective political actors that are like clearly just instrumentalizing that. And look, I'll know. take that. I, I always prefer that. I prefer the, the Hillary who will like cynically 
press the drone button and like say whatever they have to say. Uh, I prefer that to the AOCs who are in this absolute crucible, absolutely tituba witch hunt insanity, and they genuinely believe it. Millennials genuinely believe that everything's real. They they believe transgenderism is real. They believe Black Lives Matter is real. You know, they believe COVID is real. They're just very empty and lost and susceptible to any kind of propaganda because they have no religion, no family. They're just, it's a terrible generation. <laughs> well, and it's like, it's like you were talking about like sincerity. Um, I think that's like, I don't know, whenever I think about that, whenever I think of, of, uh, of just horrible, destructive millennial sincerity i just think of like hannah gadsby i'm just picturing i'm just picturing like hannah get just like just just fat lesbian hannah gadsby like burning someone at the pyre Um, you see like lesbians are so dumb that they like butch lesbians are being eliminated because they believe transgender propaganda and think they're all men now right (laughs) that's how fucking dumb they are okay this is is something the the funniest but the funniest part is that like that's accurate of like a handful of people i know in real life yeah i mean like if you if if you believe that you can like switch genders and you don't understand that like butch lesbians are a particular thing and you will never be a man (laughs) like you're susceptible to any kind of propaganda right right they're the first to go it gets to where like where we're getting to this point where it's like to try to usurp these like gender norms and try to be like subversive and be like oh well actually like you can be whatever you want to be the way that they're doing that is like through just further reifying gender norms and just doing like gender essentialism like oh well like if you're a butch the lesbian that wears like men's clothes well actually you're just a transgender guy now so like i mean you like boy activities you like boy clothes you're you're transgender actually you just don't know yet this is what I'm saying. I saw that video. I don't know if you guys saw it where it was like this this transgender parent was talking to the kid and was like, so you're like a transgender boy. They're talking to their kid, like really young kid, like like five or younger. A little like, girl. Yeah, it was just like, I don't know if you guys saw it, but yeah, it was just like, oh, so you do you like doing like quiet girly activities or like going acting crazy, you know, and rambunctious like yes, a boy or whatever. crazy shit. And I was just like, it's what evil. the fuck I've, are you talking I've never about? Seen, I've never seen anything so bizarrely didactic and conservative as the 2010s transgender uh, ideology where they will tell everyone and especially children that if they cross the normative gender lines and any of their interests or whatever that they're they're actually born in the wrong body and it's just absolutely bizarre and that is you know the the importance of the transgender ideology to the overall impact of 2010s liberalism preparing us for the covid new world order like that was the most important step of it where you create fear in regular people to state something as essential and fundamental as the reality of gender and these people you know i'm so glad that i'm not a child now because these people would have these 30 year old guidance counselors these women and everything would have told me that I was a girl born in a boy's body because I liked the girl stuff and I liked hanging out with girls when I was a kid 
And it's it's so insanely puritanical and conservative, that yeah. ideology. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, step backwards. Like if we yeah, got to a point where with like gender studies and stuff, they think that gender is a malleable thing and you can just cross gender lines. Then why the fuck do you want to cling to genders in general? Why don't you just do away with the concept of gender and just go to go back to just general sex? Like you're biologically this, you're biologically that, and you can act and present and identify however the fuck you want to. The solution is is very simple, is that you can be a gender non-conforming person without clinging to this extremely conservative ideology where you you gain power through demanding everyone change language, change reality. Like like gender non-conforming people have known this since the beginning of time. I'm one of them. Like I I feel like there's more truth to the Victorian idea of homosexuality where you were just like you had a woman's brain and a man's body or something like that's more informative and like true than uh this like insane thirst for power that that you see in the current gender identity stuff i mean i think i think that like i think that just like one of the biggest parts of it uh that that i can like totally understand like i i don't i don't i can't relate with with any of this as far as like you know my own experience and relationship with my own gender or anything but like it's just it's just opening the door and kicking people into just like the small closed off cell of just just a complete neurotic existence letting like your your brain be the master uh, of yeah. yourself and, and it's and that is that is like the modern curse and like yeah. and like that was yeah. that was there was already everything around us was already a slope into being like you know i mean it's just all the david foster wallace shit right like like mm. and like everything was a slope into just being stuck in your mind and 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 being alone with your own malignant thoughts um and, and now and now like there's people actively pushing young children into that uh way and like and honestly like yeah like it's counter to the to the whole idea of of you know like western idea of of just like grit and and will to 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 actualize whoever you want to be um but like the idea that like who i am isn't completely within like the isn't completely dictated by like you know my 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 thoughts and efforts and everything it is I mean, it's fucking completely true, but it also is comforting to a certain way because like there there is some immutable characteristics of me that are bolted down. You know what I mean? There is that is like a a type of order. Right. And to be completely alone in the fucking ocean and you just have just vaporous thoughts as the only thing, as the only force is like that's nothing like you're just a silly putty person uh, and like and then yes and then the second power comes into this equation like come the fuck on come the yeah. fuck on yeah. people need to be rooted into their like material surroundings and reality like it's otherwise people are just completely unhinged and living in just like hyper reality which everyone already is but just even more so and this is just like another step in that it's just like fully moving in everyone into the realm of ideological and like to where they just think that like the reality they experience is the reality that's in their head versus like their head making sense of the material conditions that's around them. Yeah, we talked about it on the show before, but like especially with the lockdowns now, it's just like getting lost in your own head is just like, you know, obviously it's good to be introspective, but everybody everybody who's lived long enough knows that that's that can be a trap at a certain point. And like I'm guilty of it myself. And like, yeah, you just get too deep in it. 
And that's how you end up in these identity holes. And like, I don't even care that much about my identity, but like you can, I mean, that's the thing. You can just end up too deep in it and you just kind of like, you don't even know what the fuck you're talking about anymore. Like you're just, you're just, you're just overanalyzing things that maybe, you know, you don't, you don't need to, it's not necessary. And you just kind of, well, that's an interesting tied entirely to your mind, to your thoughts and like what your mind thinks you are, then it can change at any given time. And there's no, like, there's no concrete, there's no con like consistency there. And so there's nothing for you to like root yourself to at all. Absolutely. Well, no, And that's, and that's the thing is, yeah, you said like you said for a second there and and I'm not like grilling you. I'm just like kind of trying to like expand on like a point you kind of brought up which is like yeah you don't think about your identity that much and it's like i i think that's fucking normal i think that's fucking normal right like like your identities are for the most part i mean overwhelmingly like assigned to you yeah right totally how other how other people perceive you yeah exactly and and so and so like it's it's kind of like like we're in i almost feel like we're in this waiting room as a society where we're like where we're almost like functioning and operating as if we've like like reached past this this singularity where we all just like ascend past our physical forms right. we all just exist as pure consciousness and, and we're just yeah exactly we're yeah. we're simply just you know uh uh uh, uh free floating uh clouds of ideas right <laughs> except we're not right because right. like because the means to do so doesn't exist and so we're all just so what that looks like is everyone just like sitting in studio apartments just like just 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 levitating less <laughs> <laughs> I wish, man. Uh, since they're dumb, they they latch onto this idea that there's always more progress to be done. Like every every big victory for libs, uh, you know, is immediately forgotten because they have this this idea that there's so much left to do. Because that's how they right the Democrat Party continues to operate because they they have to create new minorities to stand up for new causes in order to remain profitable yep so yep. they give the illusion that no progress is ever made and this you know you see as soon as gay marriage was passed they invented transgenderism as the new cause yep. and uh so yep. the average yep. lib just thinks that like if only people would cooperate, then we would have utopia. And like the COVID, <laughs> the, the COVID mindset for the average lib is that there's this like party of like Jack, you cut what, out. What, can you hear me now? No, I, I heard him. No, the I whole still time. hide him. I heard the, him. The, the, cut out. the oh, COVID like, mindset okay. for libs is that, you know, there's this enemy comprised of like Trump and like made up like white supremacists that have prevented us from getting back to normalcy. (laughs) Um, Like they really believe in this. They they think that there are these people standing in the way of, uh, you know, the, the COVID stuff. And if only everyone would cooperate and wear two masks, then we would be able to get back to normal. And, you know, it just keeps multiplying adding on to itself fractalizing some lived the other day told me like with covid stuff they were like yo so like just so you know like we we're only just now starting to put together a plan to tackle covid like we had a whole year of trump and incompetent people being in office where they didn't even do anything about it or think about it so like you know you really start to see the progress now now that we have some people that are really trying to fix it it's like you 
fucking brain dead. Motherfuckers. No, it's, it's all, so it's pathetic. All, it's really it's, sad. Yeah, it's they all really. Uh, you know, the only thing that gives me hope is that like that libs and normies will always corner me into uncomfortable conversations about COVID, where I'm just like nodding, and uh, but like they seem to think that there will be some return to normalcy at some point. Um, and I, right. I can't start the whole conversation about like no, sweetie, this has all been fake, and it's never going back to normal. <laughs> like there's no normal to return to. Yeah, yeah. It's all it's all elite signifiers, like the double mass shit and the the woke shit is all just like you know they have to move the goalposts because if everybody catches on, then it's not really a, a you know a small niche thing anymore. It's not really like a exclusive thing. So they have to keep moving it. It's like the gay marriage to the trans thing, like all this shit, the double masking, like they need to keep moving it because, you know, that's the whole point. The point is to have an utopia itself. I mean, who has time to think about utopia? Most people are thinking about how to fucking survive the next day. So Mm -hmm. thinking about utopia is really like some elite bougie shit. And like, that's what that is. That's what all that shit is, is, is all these things of like, well, how do we get even more pristine utopia? Like they're thinking about heaven and utopia and nobody's anywhere near that. And that's why it's like, you know, if you, well, if you're not thinking that level, then you're not really a good person. It's like, damn, man, nobody has time to think about this shit. People are trying to fucking yeah. figure out their own life, like for tomorrow. Motherfucker, like, what heaven? I'm trying to get out of the trenches. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, sitting exactly. here just like in the mud. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. My heaven's a fucking dirty basement, bitch. Like, what are you talking about, man? That, there is yeah. no heaven for people like us, man. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm, it, it is weird too. Like, what you guys were talking about before, like, when, when I was growing up, like, the conservatives were the ones that were, like, insisting on gender norms and, like, they were the ones, like, imposing all this shit. And now it's like, what, like, I, I don't know, that video of, like, you know, I don't want to get all Slav mode about it, but, like, yeah, that video of, like, them, <laughs> them, like, telling that kid, like, oh, so you don't like these traditionally girly things and you must be a boy. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, have you ever heard of a tomboy? Like, some kids are just tomboys. Like, some people yeah. are just like that. And some, and some people just have different interests when they're four then they're going to the rest of their fucking life have yeah. you ever thought about that too holy yeah. shit and like, some dudes are fucking fuck? effeminate and like yo mind your own fucking business like who cares who cares you know what I mean like why do you ca- why do you need to categorize that as like oh so that means you must be this thing you must fit yourself into this mind your own fucking because business because it makes you the ultimate consumer you exactly know, the, exactly the- the transgender ideology makes you the ultimate customizable Mr. Potato Head yeah. consumer that yeah. always has to buy plastic surgery, is, uh, you know, totally reliant on uh, pharmaceuticals, doctors, uh, you know, the, the world will never acclimate itself efficiently enough to accommodate this person, but they... They spend so much money and they make so much money, you know, yeah. selling this. Yeah. That's a very interesting point because like the transgender thing, like that, you know, if you really want to like, uh, you know, if there's a concern about passing, right, which is also strange to me, like, why do you care about that? Why do you care about that? If you're just you and you just identify that way, you should just be OK with who you are. Why do you need to change who you are to fit something? Why, why are you worried about that? And then all that stuff costs a lot of money. And it's funny how that gets wrapped into like the uh, the healthcare convo or whatever, like universal economic needs of like socials being like oh well if you really want to care about equal economic opportunity like you need to make sure you give extra for these people that have these demands these like consumer demands about changing their appearance or whatever it's like yeah but it's like but why do you need that you don't you what do you like why can't you just be okay with who you are like why don't there's no there's no more room for just being like okay i'm i'm just myself you know what i mean like i might not fit into any category or whatever there's no more of that like you're not allowed to do that even even for us like you know politically like they always want you to like pick a an ideology like pick a brand 
It's like, well, what if I don't pick any of these? What, what about that? It's like, no, you need to pick one. It's like, yo, well, what people, the fuck? Who, who the fuck are you talking about? I can do, I can do whatever the fuck I want. I don't need to pick one. I don't need to if I don't want to. So it, it does. It, but they always like apply that pressure, and it's a very consumer brain thing. It's like you need to pick one so you can buy the merch that comes with it. You know what I mean? No. That's really what it is. Well, these people's worldview and ideology runs on data, right? And like data points. And oh like, yeah, algo. Like facts and shit and algorithms. And yeah, you can't run data on people who are in a gray area. That's exactly right. You can't run right. data on nuance. Exactly. You, you can only run data on people and things that are categorized neatly, right? So like if you can categorize everyone as either non-binary, genderqueer, fucking transgender, uh, or just like actually just uh, like whatever the hell, demisexual shit, like whatever this weird stuff is, you can put everyone onto these weird little boxes and you can run data points on them and you can get, oh, these people vote in this way and these people support this one thing and this is how we best reach this market. It's like, it is it is market play. Absolutely. At the end of the day. That's exactly right. Mm. That's exactly right. Yeah. It, it really is just like, yeah. Well, uh, well, 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, how do we know what you're into? How do we know, like, what do you purchase? What do you, where do you, how do you vote? Like, all yeah. that stuff is in the data and it's like, if if you don't fit into that, then you're a you're a problem. You're 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 a you're like you know a, a deviation from from what they can standardize and and just you know cater to. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you if you can shift around and if you're like you know general kind of person who can deal in the world of nuance and like understand that you can have uh, you know dialectical dis- like takes and opinions on things and that you're not just exactly one thing that you can be multiple things at multiple different times or one specific thing in different times depending on the circumstance that's that's an issue for people like who need everything to be cut and dry and black and white because like you can't run a moralism thing when you're in the gray area because like at the end of the day all of life is in the gray area there is no cut and dry anything there's no cut and dry good or bad there's no cut and dry like this person is a woman or this person is a man as far as gender concepts go because even that in itself is amalgamous like not talking about biological sex just gender concepts unless you go into setting those strict norms where you can set in in groups and out groups where you can categorize people and like being in the gray area is a danger for these people because then you're like you're someone who they can't account for their politics so they can't be sure that you're going to be supportive of their quote unquote progressive goals uh they can't be sure that you're not going to be a reactionary domestic terrorist that might roll up on the white house you know Right. Jack, do you get do you get that too of like uh, as far as ideology as well? Just like, oh, you need to you need to fit into some categorization, some box and like. Yeah, it really infuriates people if you cannot be easily placed into a preconceived category or box. And that that's the root of a lot of the hostility that's Oh, yeah. directed at me <laughs> my <laughs> project online is that it's it's just very off-putting to unimaginative people because they don't know where to put it how do they, <laughs> how do they being a gay you? man yeah yeah like, exactly me, that too like people libs are like hey you should support biden you should hate trump probably yeah exactly yeah well for like sometimes they'll call me a nazi but more recently they've been calling me a and a member of the dirtbag left <laughs> uh well that's fucked up and they, they're really yeah they're just mad about the whole like mishmash of like perfume and like media and 
uh, it, it just really turn, it turns them off. Like there's something about me that just like narrow minded people when they see any trace of it, they're just like, oh, I hate this. It's like a short did, circuit. It's just so inconvenient for them. Right. You know, our modern world's built on convenience. Like that's what a consumer society is built on. It's just like how to be the most like comfortable creature of all time and how how to have all your desires and wants the most conveniently like given to you. And most people want and desire to know what the fuck is going on around them or at least think that they do. And so when someone comes along and it's not convenient to be able to understand what they are, it's going to make people fucking panic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what's so funny. It's like someone like me, like I'm I'm like Asian and black, like I'm a, I'm a fairly rare mix. And like if you think about where trajectory of humanity is going, it's going to be more weird mixes like that. That's just that's just how things are going and as far as like the internet and everybody like uh culture sort of like uh melding and all that stuff and getting these weird like hybrids and all that like that shit is inevitable you can't you can't put the brakes on that just like you can't put the brakes on global capital that's like a consequence that they have to deal with and one of those things that comes out of that is that it's getting harder and harder to categorize people because people are exposed to more more shit that they weren't exposed to before 10, 20 years ago 30 years ago so i mean i don't know how they're gonna how they're gonna do i mean though you know somebody up all night thinking thinking about how to uh, adjust to that but like it's going to be a tough thing for them to deal with because like it's going to be harder and harder to put people well, in the, boxes the pre-existing categories are so inapplicable and so dated yeah uh and make no sense and have become so exaggerated where it's just unless you support every nihilistic black hole thing that liberalism decides then you're in the the bad alt-right white supremacist imaginary holding tank right and so this these categories are just like it's literally like the nothing in the never-ending story liberalism is like that where it's just this never big black so cloud that encompasses everything and you either comply and you're considered part of the you know the good people or you reject it and you're one of the bad people yeah it's like it's like the the, the maga people like uh they're just like oh well if you're a right winger you must be pro-war right i mean that's how i've understood the category for the last couple decades so that must be how it is now and it's like nah shit has changed shit has changed between there's rifts between the right and the gop so like your your previous old like uh categorizations of things don't apply anymore but they can't get out of that mindset and like the libs can't do it i mean the left can't do it either it's like they're just like oh if you if you support a republican you must be a reaganite it's like damn like uh Trump, Trump, Trump should have already taught you, should have snapped you out of that already. But like they, they just have these categorizations of like, you know, there's like a set, uh, uh, you know, template of beliefs that you must have if you. If I you, mean, at the most fundamental level, opposing censorship puts you in the category of Nazis, the oh yeah. made up category mm -hmm. of Nazis. Oh, yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever that uh being against censorship it would align you with oh, nazi yeah. beliefs yeah, with over yeah. like uh authoritarian overreach is somehow synonymous with being against uh um censorship that just makes no yeah. fucking sense like it's crazy like i've had people i remember i was got into an argument with some people that uh are acquaintances of mine like through the music scene here 
uh, recently and we were talking about like the parlor thing and I was just like because it got brought up in passing and I was like yeah it's kind of fucked up you know like uh, just watching big tech companies like come together in lockstep to make sure they just can't have that platform on any internet service and people were like what are you some type of fucking proud boy or something I'm like dude first of all what the fuck even is that second of all why can't you just have a nuanced take on something without being one or the other side like I can be a normal fucking person and look at this at its surface value and be like hey this is not good without ascribing to either being like one of these crazy extreme groups of being pro or against it like people just assume if you're not one thing you're completely the other um, and there's just no room for like any sort of it's not even middle ground it's just general nuance like there's just no room for people that lie outside of that it's just right. forced dichotomy well yeah social media is definitely contributing that because you can either no uh, doubt. fave or uh, <laughs> a ratio if you're on reddit you can only upvote or downvote so it's like yeah. damn maybe you feel kind of in between about something like well you can't really i mean you got to go into the comments or whatever but like the whole thing is designed to make your brain a fucking you know binary code you know fucking machine that you 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 know that's that's really what they're tr- like setting you up yeah. to be and like everything is flattened everything is Shit, bad is can... like you know the worst thing possible and something that you mildly dislike is flattened and it's like i mean like how you know we're all getting re-engineered that way it's it's, it's gonna have like long-term fucking effects like this and like yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a thing where like you know uh th- this contributes to the whole thing of like oh well you must be this or that it's like yeah yeah it's hilarious it's like even on like if you ever see like those like buzzfeed personality tests or whatever the fuck to where it's like you are this character because you right. like this one thing right, right it's even right. questions in that like in questionnaires on like if you're trying to figure out like your personality type or whatever even things like that going through them is just like you look at the answers and it's like are you happy or are you sad it's like motherfucker what like yeah yeah yeah, yeah you're yeah. both of those things at any given time what the fuck are you talking about like yeah yeah well it's a fear thing too i mean like i've known people in my life that i cared about that like were very caught up in identity and like very concerned about identifying as one thing and like taking on an archetype or whatever it's like look if you're one of these people that's listening or whatever like i understand that like, it's a terrifying thing to like to not have that but i mean yo you just gotta fucking I don't know. You just got to have the balls to just be like, yo, whatever. I don't really know. I don't really know. Who? Nobody knows. Nobody well, really knows. Everyone's a work in progress, right? Everyone's constantly going through their lives. They're adapting to what's changing around them. They're learning new things. They're forgetting old things, whatever. So like people want to go ahead and rush and get to the end point where they say, I am this one thing. But right, right. You're not any one thing. Like you're not complete yet. You're still going through it. You're actively establishing what you are. So like getting fixated on what am I? Am I this thing? Am I this thing? Am I that thing? It's a fucking trap because you might alternate between some of those things at different times. You might fucking like, you're never one thing alone. You're always constantly changing. That's just what life is. That's how like systems operate. Yeah. That's how organisms and life forms move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it really is. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a trap. And yeah, it's, it's designed to make you a good consumer. That's really what it is. Like all that pressure to make you feel that way. Like it's, it's to make you a good, uh, loyal consumer to something. And like, you don't, you don't need to, you just don't, you don't need to. I mean, it's, it's comforting and it's easier, but like, you know, you can just, uh, you know, you, you don't have to, you don't, you really don't have to. And it's, you, you just gotta be comfortable with that shit. And like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's a tough thing for a lot of people, but like, I don't know. You got to figure that out on your own, I guess. But I mean, the, the other thing too, is that the, um, the other thing that's been like going on is like this heterosexual uh, bashing. I don't know. The, I saw it from a weird perspective because I saw it from like 
people that were like, oh, you know, heterosexuals are getting bashed online or whatever. <laughs> and I was just like, shut the fuck up. I was just like, I was just like, you're making us look soft in front of gay people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was just, I was just like, shut the fuck up. But like, yeah, yeah motherfucker, straighten up. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw Jack posting about that too. Like, there were like all these articles of like, oh, gay, straight men need to like experiment more and like, you know, they're, they're like, uh, they're homophobic by nature. You're like, did like, a gay man write this? Yeah. Well, the people are just living in such a dated and inaccurate and bizarre paradigm that doesn't apply to current reality at all where you know the the least homophobic people on earth right now are straight men hey shout out hey facts (laughs) yeah like nothing you know there's this like kind of alliance between regular gay men and straight men just standing up for the most basic form of male sexuality while everybody else demonizes (laughs) it to this insane degree this witch hunt degree and like those articles like where these little fags write these (laughs) things about how like it, there will never be utopia until straight men experiment with their butts more. Oh you know? and my it's God. like, who's reading this? Oh it, like, it, it doesn't even warrant discussion because it's mm-hmm. so it's so the level of dignity. Like, just one more thing on the checklist of things before we achieve utopia. Right, 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 right. It's, 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 it's straight it's men being forced to put things in their butts. It's the flip side of the like evangelicals who in the early two thousands and like late nineties and shit are like, well, like you shouldn't be putting things in your butts. Like, uh uh-uh, like we got to tell you what you can do in the bedroom. And now it's just the other side. It's like, no, now we're telling straight men what to do in the bedroom. But like, it's so disconnected from any kind of sexual reality because libs are so antiseptic, anti-sex. It's also like theoretical and abstract mm-hmm. and they're terrified of any uh, trace of actual eroticism or yep. sexuality. So it, it just all of this abstract like fat chicks with blue hair saying there's this, that and the other thing. And none of it has anything to do with the actual libidinal reality of human sexuality. You know? Yeah. I feel like it's what's very strange is like this is part of like this like thing where the hyper reality everyone is like sold doesn't actually match up with the actual material reality that we're existing in. Right. And it's like I feel like we live in a very overtly sexual like psychosexual society as far as like culturally um, but very repressed sexually as far as like actual sex goes like any like any type of like actual sex act is generally kind of like frowned upon yeah taboo or frowned upon depending unless it's like done in a specific way that's thought up by these specific people but you can write about all this crazy like you have people that are like putting hashtag kink and shit in their bio that are people who never get any pussy or never get any dick and you're like, okay, what world are you living in right yeah. now? <laughs> None Dude. of that is real. None of it's real. And this is a, a fundamental understanding, misunderstanding on both sides of the political spectrum because like right-wing guys tend to think that they have this like wish fulfillment image of the left as being this like nonstop Sodom and Gomorrah right. orgy, which is not true. Right, they're, right. Not, they're not having sex. <laughs> like none, none of it is actual sex yeah it's it's like it's just like how they think that 
uh, like white girls will like go to college and have these nonstop orgies uh, because of like liberalism or something. It's just yeah, a yo. fantasy, a pornographic fantasy. Nobody's mm-hmm. having any sex. Yeah, yo. I mean, well, the stats are, are there as far as our generation, millennial generation. Like it's already locked in on the stats. But like this is a point that like same meme had brought up and shout out him. Like I I, I wish he'd come back to Twitter because he was always mm-hmm. fucking fire. But like it's, it's the same thing. It's just like this idea of like, uh, oh, the right are all in cells or whatever. It's like, damn, man, I get like he, he was making this point like i i get that vibe from the left i get that vibe from the left a lot like this really bitter incel energy and like i'm not you know i'm not gonna gonna condemn anyone just for not having sex or whatever because that's tied to material things i mean it's reality however however anybody feels about it like if the economy's bad less people are gonna be you're gonna have less resources to like to fuck or whatever like i mean but like you know they just they just pin it as like only a right-wing thing but i've seen i felt that energy on the left a lot just like this really bitter incel rage from these dudes oh, and just yeah. like that's a real thing it's a real fucking thing and it's like I don't know. I've I've definitely noticed that. I don't know if other people have, but like I've definitely noticed that. No, dude, there's like those like crazy incel motherfuckers that are just like like they'll be like in Amy's replies or something being like, I hope you get raped or killed or shit. Like yeah, yeah, at yeah, the same yeah. time posting like hashtag me too shit about like some dumb broad in Hollywood. Yeah. They have no outlet for sexuality. Like libs, they're so uh, cloistered and yeah. repressed that their mm-hmm. only kind of outlet for sexuality is their spectral rape online pylons. You yeah. know, finding finding a bad person and uh, attacking them in a really grotesque ways under the guise of morality. That's where liberal sexuality has been channeled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a sexual act for oh, them. Yeah. Oh, it really yeah. is like rape. You know, and That's me and point. me too has ensured that like none of the physical reality of rape occurs but this online version of rape where it's just uh ganging up on someone who's considered bad it's it's very it's the liberal version of sexuality that's a good point and also like what this shit is not conducive to sex like i don't know about everybody no. else but like in, in sexual situations it's usually people putting their guards down being vulnerable to each other like to some degree i don't know how you can do that with somebody who's like a super wokey you know what i mean like scolding somebody like oh this is the wrong way to do this or this is the improper you know this is inappropriate or everything's wrong and everything's immoral and like oh you need triple enthusiastic consent and like three nda sign before you can fucking touch each other like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. what that's none of that shit is conducive to sex so i don't understand i don't understand like yeah it, it, it well, is I interesting think that's, i think that's why this incel thing is such a like a quote-unquote more like modern phenomenon but and that's so widespread like and you're mentioning it's on the left and it's on the right it's fucking everywhere because yeah. of the fact that they put sex under such a microscope and they make it so like they they sexualize everything in the media and on like the internet and in everything you watch and they tell you like well if you're not having sex these like extravagant crazy ways and you're just not doing it and if you're not experimenting with guys if you're a straight man then you're just not doing it right <sighs> meanwhile most of these people can't even find a guy to experiment with exactly. if they wanted to exactly. or find any pussy to fuck like it's exactly. like they're there's really just like such a divide between what the expectations are being built up by this fake reality and what's actually materially available to people that you get so much sexual repression. Like you have such a high population of people that are just sexually repressed while living in an overtly sexual society at this first surface level. And it's like, you're going to just get that. Like it's, yeah. they're so 
pinch it on like categorizing sex and like examining it and stuff uh, rather than just letting it play out. Well, Japan has mm-hmm. this problem with, with, you know, they, they were deep in the, you know, they were deep in like financial bubbles in the 90s. Like they were a little bit like a decade ahead of like our bubbles and all that. Like, you know, they have the same thing of like super sexual repression and like, you know, weird fetishes that come out of that. Like they were they were already like type of on that on that vibe. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I mean, that is that is a thing where if you're alienated, nobody's fucking if you're alienated, you know, what I mean, if you have widespread alienation and from economic collapse, that's not conducive to people fucking, you know, what I mean, that's just and they already have the they've already, you know, it's a mainstream thing to say that, like, you know, the younger people aren't like fucking like that. And it's like, yeah, I mean, that's a real thing that's tied to that. It's like, yeah. And then you get all these weird, uh, these weird, like uh, proclivities, sex, yeah. sexuality wise. And it's I don't know. It's the weirdest thing. Because I've it's so it's so removed from the actual reality of the act exactly. that you get these like absurd exactly. fanfic type sexualities that exactly. aren't even actually sex at all. Yep. Like, Yep, that's it. And it's the weirdest thing I felt like from the left were like, oh, you know, uh, it's like a shameful thing to be like horny or whatever. Like the left oh, like pushes that and it feels like very like Christian, like Christian right wing from the old days. You know what I mean? Like it always felt like that. I'm like, what is behind that? But it would always feel like very contradictory to like the OnlyFans thing. So I, I just didn't get like how you could push both of those things. But I would get that vibe from the left a lot. I just I, do, I don't know how to reconcile that. But I think, yeah, I think what you're saying makes sense. But like. It's, it's it's a very weird like double talk you know what i mean double messaging that goes bureaucratic uh, organization of something that cannot be defined or mm-hmm. demystified human sexuality and so they you know there there's always more progress to be made until utopia is achieved right. so if they organize every kink every fetish into something safe something contained then we'll be closer to utopia and it's an absolute disaster and Camille Polly's main thesis in sexual persona uh, that uh, transgenderism, cross-dressing and sadomasochism are something that occur, are things that occur at the end of a civilization. Um, Mm. That's what we're living through right now. Even the COVID mandates and everything are a form of sadomasochism because we're in such a, such an insanely sexually repressed era to a degree that has not been seen, you know, since before the 20th century. People are so sexually repressed. And what's worse is they don't even realize it. They think mm-hmm. that they're living through an era of sexual liberation. Yeah. But it is absolutely the most draconian anti-sex era that you know yo yeah i think anyone has ever seen yeah yeah i think you guys cleared up some shit in my head because like i I just had real trouble reconciling this shit like yeah it it really is a thing where it's just like people aren't actually fucking but they're they're in their heads with porn or only fans or like these sexual identities they're in they're in their heads doing all this stuff so like maybe they feel the release or like they're 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 uh, gratified by it in some way, but they're not really doing it for real. So like it, it, that's that's yeah that's well also like as they keep putting sex under a microscope and specifically different types of sex, be it like more traditionally taboo types of sex and kink and stuff like that, and they start bringing it more into the accepted norms and they try to quote unquote normalize kink right. and blah blah blah. Right. What it does is it takes away like. The taboo aspect of it that somewhat was drawing people to that in the first place. And so people are going to get pushed towards more and more taboo things and towards the actual degenerative 
uh, actions and stuff that are counter to good humanity and just growth and progress in general. Um, and you'll just start seeing more recessive trends. Right, right. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, the the polycule thing, like, I, I, I mean, I don't, I, I guess I've met a couple people who do that. But like, yeah, I guess there's some, some argument to, the, to be made of that, of like people who just sort of like are just doing things that are so removed from like what intimacy is, like the opposite of intimacy that like they're just sort of like, it's like cold and calculated and just like, oh, yeah, you're fucking someone else after you fuck me. Like, oh, whatever. my God. Like, Holy fuck. That reminds me of the. OK, this morning. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I no. saw this this article on the uh, the economist or whatever the fuck, yeah. uh, whatever that it's some like publication media thing. But it was like, let me see if I can pull it up exactly real quick. But it's talking about how more and more young people are using spreadsheets to organize and determine their love life. Fuck out of oh, here. Yo, yo. What the fuck, fuck does that here. even mean? <laughs> spreadsheets? What? Like I'm talking about what the fuck? <laughs> Oh, what is even their love life like? Yeah, no, it's, there's no love. I've gotten into it from like seeing what Zoomer girls do, where they have this like prostitution gig on the side, where they make some money to travel and everything via sugar daddy, and then they like fuck younger guys on Tinder, and the guys are never good enough. It's it's like ugh, it damn, it's very bleak. Yeah. I, I don't even know what romance is anymore what that constitutes right well if you put if you organize your love life onto a spreadsheet it'll be a lot easier when it comes time to collect uh, your dues for OnlyFans, and also to just import your love life directly up into the cloud because you can just upload your spreadsheet in there and then just have your virtual love life floating around then you don't even need to go have sex anymore right 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 yeah yeah, yeah. yeah everything's commodified it's only it's only cool if it's commodifiable like everything else that's more like intimate organic like that might be taboo or just irrelevant or whatever but anything that can be commodified or put into to data to like whatever that's that's okay like that's that's what's acceptable it, mm-hmm. yeah it's very it's very bizarre but um yeah i think i think we lost uh slav slav got his power cut out but he really wanted to ask you jack about before we go of like um he wanted to ask like what do you think the artistic legacy of covid will be um as far as like i well i think that's the question that comes up with like the trump thing too of like oh like will trump would trump be good for art i remember that was like a big thing before <laughs> trump got elected and like you no, know, no, he wasn't. <laughs> you know, I yeah, I dis- I completely you know, I, disagree. I think that in order for anything good or productive or interesting to happen with art, the entire legacy of the 2010s will have to be undone. <laughs> People have to mentally remove themselves from all of the propaganda that they've been subjected to for the right. last 11, 12 years. They have to realize that is none of it is real, that Me Too is not real, that Black Lives Matter is not real, that COVID is not real. Uh, until that happens, you're not going to have any good art. And the reason that movies and um, everything is so bad is because it does not speak to the current moment or anyone's experience yeah. right now, because speaking to people's actual experience and the total repression that we're living through right now is stigmatized yep. as mm-hmm. white supremacist, Nazi evil. Yep. So yep, exactly. until someone grow some balls yep and is able to 
put forth a realistic interpretation of what is going on right now that is not liberal propaganda, we won't have any good art. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And it's, it's, I think that there's a lot of truth to that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I, you know, uh, like I listen to a lot of rap and rap is supposed to be the most fucking subversive shit. You know, I mean, well, now it's not because it's, it's, it's the most popular genre. But, you know, the origins of it are very subversive. And like there's a lot of fucking rap, like even from like hood ass rappers that like are just lit bullshit, like just like about COVID or whatever, like a lot of or, or be or whatever like a lot of it is that and like the thing with that is uh the bag drive right like they just want the bag they want the yeah. money and the money mm-hmm. is where you push the lib mainstream shit that the, the rich people want you to push and then you get the money for it so they do that i don't know if regular people believe that I, I don't think they really do but like that's where the incentive is and like you know the other thing with like all art in general like i don't know in my mind it's like you know the heads of the the movie execs or whatever who decide what films get like greenlit or whatever and music and and art in general like these guys they don't give a fuck about the art like they don't they don't they they it's been a while like this it's not even a recent thing like they don't care about that yeah. shit so like they're in it for well, the art is money. actively demonized like mm-hmm. you know it, this goes along with the whole pro censorship sentiment that normal people have is like art or anything that is complex or problematic is stigmatized as mm. being bad yep. and so we have 10 years of people conditioned to think that art is only good if it uh explicates a utopian ideal yep 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 there's yeah. nothing human about it like uh com- comedians or whatever like like just admitting some flaw- flawed fucked up thinking that you have that's problematic like just something human that like hey maybe we all think and we all admit like damn i shouldn't think like that but it's funny that i do like it's you know i know it's wrong but whatever it's funny that that human thing is just gone like there's nothing you can't do that you can't express that like it's wrong to just mm-hmm. convey that and the, the, you know the, them trying to erase everything in the history that had any problematic origins that might be human that's got to be all scrubbed and replaced with like utopian shit that that's alien completely alien and nowhere near until people life. get some balls and you know we're, we're not going to see anything good and i'm just exhausted at this point i i don't really want to stick around for everybody's little realization that liberalism has been evil and wrong and <laughs> fascist the entire time right I, I i i don't have all that much hope um but you know it, until people grow some balls and tell the truth publicly we won't have anything good yeah i think that like generally as a whole like like what y'all are saying is all very correct like capitalism and just like consumer society and just profit itself is like dehumanizing so it's going to take away the human aspect that is needed to create good art and it doesn't incentivize actual good art it just incentivizes incentivizes art that sells and art sells to people who are good consumers and so the art that's going to sell is going to be the stuff that appeals mostly to these lib brain consumer types in the mainstream so because of that you just we just have like irredeemable irredeemably shitty cultural stuff coming out art like saturday night live bullshit all of that but i think at the same time that lack of any substance in the mainstream that like just hugely devoid um, of anything that has any meaningful critique or any humanity in it i think that pushes a lot of innovation for people who do actually care about art for people who do actually still have their humanity in them and people who still 
want to create in spite of that. I think it causes um, a little bit of like a renaissance type feeling of people that want to create in spite of the shit that's out there. You just have to poke around and look for it a lot more. Um, and I think that like with the COVID stuff, like, yeah, it's miserable watching like the fucking Netflix TV shows and promos they're putting out for stuff that's come out during this pandemic. It's all like movies about dating someone through a computer screen right, and shit like right. that. Oh boy. But right. I also think that this has worsened material conditions for so many people and it's going to continue that way. And people's material conditions are going to get so much worse and people are going to be suffering on a daily basis at levels that they haven't before. And I think that from great suffering comes great art oftentimes. Sure. And from great turmoil and through great adversity comes really, really great art. And I think that that's going to happen. Um, you're not going to see that on Netflix, probably. You're not going to like Sarah Cooper or whoever the fuck isn't going to put out any good art oh, because yeah. this bitch isn't suffering. But there are people who right now have nothing to their name and they have nothing other than playing a keyboard to drive them. And there's nothing other that they have except for comfort of making some type of painting or right. singing a song or whatever the fuck it is. God, he, hell, even making a podcast, whatever the fuck, you know, that I think that there will be some good stuff that will come out of this. Um, it's just like, right, you're going to have to look for it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's a major drive for why I'll say like wild shit on Twitter, like even shit that like maybe I didn't think out thoroughly or like maybe isn't even like the most like, you know, uh, polished or whatever. Like I'll, sometimes I'll just be like, fuck it, whatever. Like I just I'm just tired of the fucking dullness, the, the monotony. Mm -hmm. I'm just tired of that shit. And like sometimes that pushes me to just say shit that I wouldn't normally say or maybe I don't even fully stay behind just because it's like, dude, anything like I'm bored, like I'm bored. You know what I mean? Like I used to hear rap that was like some shit that like. Like, I, you know, it's just just weird shit, shit that like you just normally wouldn't hear. Or, like, you just see, I used to be around like rappers in, in Brooklyn or like artists, art scene people in Brooklyn, like, you know, not even just necessarily them, but like shit that I would hear that was like different or weird that never got put on. And like you can't there's no incentive for that because it's a business risk. If you're just thinking about it from business perspective, the people that run this, why would you take a financial risk? You're just going to do what's safe and standardized. And that's what you're going to do to make the most money. It's, it's only good business sense. And if these people don't actually care about the art, why would you expect them to do anything differently? But like, yeah, I mean, yeah. The, this the it just creates a boredom where it's just like, damn, man, I just want to hear anything raw. I don't care if I disagree with it. That's why I'm cool. That's why I like people who, I, you know, on the right that I disagree agree with about a lot of shit like i still like it because damn at least it's fucking real like i just need to hear something real you know what i mean like i don't know anything to break through that fucking monotony that shit is dead man that shit is soul crushing for real for real for real like that's that's what it is like that's and it's all throughout all the art now it's just very like dead soul crushing shit like mm -hmm. it's bleak it's bleak yeah. and you gotta poke around and find the shit that's not and then you have to support that shit while you can oh yeah 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 mm. yeah, yeah buy the fed post merch yeah yeah subscribe to the perfume nationalist get on that shit go go please subscribe <laughs> while while it's here <laughs> yeah for real but yeah but uh yeah next time we'll get uh we'll get Slav on uh to because he definitely wants to talk to you some more because he's got more yeah than, uh, absolutely the culture yeah, takes I'll, I'll come back anytime thanks for having me yeah man appreciate you coming on that was great yeah, yeah that's good talk yeah thanks man have a good day well, happy you valentine's too. day boys oh happy yeah happy valentine's day. day hey all right man you guys all right see ya